So I was thinking, do not touch would be a very startling, a startling thing to read in Braille. <laughs> yes it would oh that was a good one thank you oh man hi guys hello it's been a couple weeks it's been a bit uh, but i'm nikki and i'm tyler and this is page turners and button mashers Composing myself. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I'm proud of that one. That's a great opener. Thank you. Uh, it's been a while since I've had a zinger. Yeah, no, the the last one was interesting. Yeah, Rosalina. <laughs> Yoshi, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that was all you, though, so I don't want to hear it. I know. <laughs> uh, no regrets. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Episode 62. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's a PM recording again, so we're all like, woo! We've had days. A week. Yeah. Uh, good news, weird news, all over news, trying to get ready for the wedding in like 15 days from we're when this is recorded. Married. Yeah! Oh my god, my jaw just cracked. We get <laughs> um, to see Rebecca soon. I know! Is, we get to meet Thrice Curse! Which is pretty fucking neat. I'm so excited. Yeah, if you ask me, it's pretty... A neato burrito thing. It is a neato burrito. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... I think we have a little bit of business before we get started. We got biz. We got business. What is our business? Well, obviously, we didn't record our... Or we didn't have a recording for last week. Yeah. So uh, if you guys didn't know, yes, we're going to buy monthly. So every other week, recordings now yes. and releases mm-hmm. uh, just gives us time to, one, chill. Because, <laughs> again, reading a book and playing a game a week and then taking notes and trying to rush to scramble it together is yeah. kind of uh, hectic. It's a time. It's a time. Let uh, me tell you, that's a it's a thing. Yeah. Add on top of that, I have to study for stuff um, still at the end of this year, uh, and we're getting married in literally two weeks. And and my work is causing me to travel more and more. Yeah, so it's like, it's getting hard to maintain just the one a week kind of thing. Um, So we hope you forgive us. We don't have to explain ourselves. This is our podcast. Your voice just cracks so bad. I know, because I was laughing in the middle of that. But yeah, uh, we hope you forgive us in so many ways. Uh, but yeah. also, yeah. thanks for hanging in. Seriously. Yeah. Hope you enjoy this episode. Yes. Uh, and also, another bit of business. Uh, because we are going to bi-monthly, uh, and I said you had until my last name was no longer my last name, to get those books and give in your reviews for the drawing. Yeah. I'm going to make that an indefinite thing until I have the right amount of people. Okay. Where I say I'm cutting it off. Damn. Because y'all haven't been telling me you want some books. And I that's, want them out of my house. That's fucking <laughs> rude of y'all. How fucking dare you? You haven't told us how awesome we are how on like Apple or Google you. or 
pod chaser? How rude. And Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Okay. You can tell who runs this. <laughs> I just don't know about one fucking thing. I'm Excuse kidding. me. <laughs> wow. Did you miss us? Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, any updates from you? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Personal, though, uh, I passed my written fire two today. I found that out. And I'm like so happy to be done with that written, but I have so much more to go. <laughs> I am, I'm ready to get it done and I know what to do now. And um, thank you to everybody who's been super fucking supportive in this fucking weird journey. Um, I uh, personally, it's just a big old thank you. Mm-hmm. And everybody who's still shouting me out and being proud and everybody who's been behind me i thank you so much uh i i know um i let myself down a little bit by biting off more than i could chew uh but i know what to do this time and we're gonna do better and (sighs) i'm gonna be a fucking firefighter by the end of this goddamn year okay yeah and that's my vow to myself and my vow to everybody here I actually do have some life news. Yeah. I am starting to get back into DMing for D&D. Yes. Which is huge for me because it's been a bit since mm-hmm. I've actually had the time and energy to, like, sit down. Because, as some of you may know about D&D, a lot of the time it's, like, you follow modules and different books and stuff, like, different campaign settings. I write everything from scratch because I hate myself. <laughs> Partially, yes. But, no, we, then I, I, I help with uh, some things every now and then. And yeah. it's there's a lot that goes into it. So. But upcoming, like, the shit that I'm writing? I know. All going to be myself. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I'm going to be part of that. Yeah. It's going to be a time. I'm going to play some D&D. Anyway. Ooh, we might yeah. actually talk about it on this podcast every Maybe. now and again. So. Yeah, who knows? I might, uh, you know, tell about our little adventures as little side notes or little in-betweens. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you ready to get into this story? Because I am ready to rumble. I am ready to be done with this book. <laughs> I... <laughs> Let me tell you guys. So, last time you joined us, do you remember what happened? There was a lot. Okay. What do you remember? Uh, the person... Was this the same book where the person had, like, four ghosts in their head? Yes. And then there was, like, vampires and... Werewolves. Werewolves and... and yep, amongst yeah. other things. Yes. Yeah. And one of the voices in the kid's head is, like, a, a mother-type yes. figure? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And do you remember his name? No. His name is Aiden Stone. Oh, yes. And uh, his actual name is Hayden, but he could have pronounced his own name. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So, where we kind of left off, uh, Mary Ann had... Mary Ann, the girl who made his voices stop... Oh, yeah. uh, ...had met Riley, the werewolf boy, uh, who happened to be somewhat in cahoots with Victoria, the vampire girl. Cahoots? Cahoots. No. Um, and that's where we kind of paused. Okay. Uh, he had just left her house and hadn't really shown himself to her yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I think that's, yeah. Okay. He hadn't, uh, shown herself yet and j- she just found out that her now ex-boyfriend Tucker 
Tucker. Uh, had Tucky. cheated on her with her best friend Penny and got her pregnant. Hmm. Yeah. And he was giving her some advice <laughs> to fucking say that tucky. he... Fucking Tucky. No, I said fucking, but that works. Fucky Tucky. Fucky Tucky. <laughs> See, okay. Quick side note. The reason I keep going Tucky is because of the WWE wrestler oh, Otis. God. Right. Back when that was when heavy machinery was a thing, that was their team name. Yep. And the other guy was Tucky. <laughs> That's the end of my rant. Anyway, okay. continue. Tyler's a nerd. <laughs> anyway, so this is the other portion of Intertwined by Gina Showalter. Gina. So from where we left off, uh, that night, Aiden had been doing his homework and wondering why it seemed Mary Ann was avoiding him. He assumed that she was afraid because he had told her not so many words uh, what exactly was surrounding her. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he was so used to people running away from him that he just assumed. Ah. Uh, Dan came by, and it was time for lights out, and he waited in bed until the other souls fell asleep, and he got up to go see if he could find victoria okay he'd been craving her presence since they first met yes i said craving nope. uh instead he found ozzy his bully slash housemate and his drug dealer ozzy's drug dealer okay it didn't take long for ozzy to attack him and an all-out brawl began because you know how we start this episode just guns a blazing um, choo choo, do not touch. Yeah. Ozzy kicked him in the nuts and Aiden bashed his face in. It all stopped when his drug dealer held a gun to his face. Uh, she was a small blonde girl and it wasn't he- and wasn't hesitating. The drug dealer is a small blonde girl. Yep. Sure. And then Victoria showed up. You know what? Don't never judge. Never judge. Go sell the don't. Don't actually. don't sell those drugs. <laughs> <laughs> don't sell drugs. Uh, we're not unless you're that. like unless you work for a dispensary where it's like legal to I, sell. I am technically a. Uh, I, I am in my community's eye, so no, please don't sell drugs, unless it is legal. That's what I'm saying. Be a pharmacist. There yeah, you go. Be a pharmacist. Be a pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> like how you were just like, wait, nope. Yeah, nope, I had to. Nope. Yeah, no. Anyway, so uh, Victoria showed up. Way to go, Victoria. Uh, she, wait, yes. Yes, yes, way to go. Yeah, okay. Because she cleared the mind of the girl and nearly cleared Ozzy's mind too. You know, that whole voice changing perspective kind of thing she can do. Mm. Uh, but Aiden wanted him to remember that Ozzy had lost the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they were alone and he was bloody. So for the first time since they met, they finally kissed. <gasps> and he was like, oh my God, it's happening. And she was like, why did you let me do that? You have blood on you, stupid. Oh, he didn't care. Of course he didn't. Uh, he didn't care. Why would he? He liked her too much. So he proposed that they trade information, and she agreed, along with her dragging him to a little, little watering hole. Little watering oh, hole. Yeah, I can't speak. Uh, that they decided to have a late night swim at. So they exchanged information, her about how she is a vampire princess, daughter of Vlad the Impaler, ugh, uh, how old she is, she's 81, and how she's drawn to him. Did you get all that? Yeah. Okay. Sure. She's 81. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Yep. 
No. Uh, then he explained how he liked her too and wants to nope. see her more because nope. that's all he heard. Nope. Uh, how the souls trapped inside him also have their own powers. Necromancy, psychic visions, being able to control others by stepping inside and time traveling. You know, the usual. The huge. So they said goodbye and he made it back in time to not get any sleep. Sure. It was like daybreak by the time he got back home. Sure. So he met up with Shannon, and he got his homework back since Ozzy was going to mess with it. Mm-hmm. Told Dan the truth of his bruises on his faces and went to school. Uh, side note, so Shannon had been avoiding him because on day one, he actually had gotten jumped. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> so he thought Aiden abandoned him, but Aiden explained that Marianne called for him, and Shannon understood, and they're still good. And he even asked to sit together at lunch. Oh. I know. Uh, when they arrived at school, Aiden saw Marianne get into it with Penny for a moment, but he had no idea what was going on. She wasn't in any of the classes they shared, and she actually beelined to him around lunch. Mm-hmm. She let him know her avoiding him was a misunderstanding, that she kept walking home and to school with the wolf. And he didn't like that, but she explained that he's warming up to Aiden. It's fine. It's fine. And he was like, um, won't Tucker be upset? Who cares? They're over. <laughs> he slept with Penny and he was like, you're better off. He's an ass. <laughs> I love how the consensus is nobody likes Tucker. Yeah. He's an asshole to everyone, but she never got that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they stepped inside the lunchroom and he asked that she avoid the wolf and that they walk together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a lot to tell her and that he needs her help. She agreed and they went off. But before they kept moving, he let her know that he had to meet Shannon and this guy named John O'Connor. John O'Connor. Yeah, which freaked her out because John had died the year before from an overdose. All right. Yeah, she thought it was a prank, you know, being pulled on him. So she's like, you know, I'm sorry. Just ignore anyone who might have done that. Um, so they sat together, she, him, and Shannon. Okay. The three of them. All right. Um, so Penny was staring at Marianne sadly, and Tucker was looking between her and Aiden, like, menacingly. It was really weird. Uh, then as lunch ended, Shannon asked if they could all three walk home together. Uh, the two paused, and at first he thought he wasn't welcome. (laughs) Oh. But Marianne stopped him and was like, no, 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 it's okay. And Aiden decided their talk would have to resort to notes. A letter, really. Okay. So, no details left out. He spent the rest of the day writing to her. Okay. And at the end of the day, he gave it to her. She read it and reread it. So many questions in her head. And she was absolutely puzzled. How was she going to help? Yeah. She wanted to, but... um. After all this absolute madness, who knew what the possibilities of life were anymore? <laughs> so uh, she started to think about where to start. Find out who they are. Find out where he was born. Where his parents are. Mm-hmm. Um, before she could ask herself more questions, the wolf came into her room. Carrying some clothes. He was uh, going to show her his actual suit. Oh, whoa. Well, okay, reminder, he brought clothes in for himself, but apparently he doesn't wear underwear, and they were very specific about that fact. It's like, you don't have underwear? I don't need it. Okay, good luck. Uh, anyway. Sure, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Sure. Uh, so while he got changed in her bathroom, she got a call from Penny. 
uh, debating if she could forgive her, you mm-hmm. know. Then Tucker, whom she didn't give a single shit about, and then he came out of the bathroom. Oh, okay. Not came out. No. And holy hell, she was immediately flustered. Oh. She was she just like, he was hot. And she was like, oh my god, I snuggled you more than once. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> she couldn't figure out her emotions, and he asked what she thought. So, of course, she babbled about him being normal and that it was weird that he waited so long. It's, you look, what, do you, what? Yeah. Body types? What are those? <laughs> Essentially. He's a dark-haired, green-eyed wolf who okay. is tall, and of course he's extremely fit because mm-hmm. he is a wolf. And he constantly is on the run. Anyway, she she's just like drool. Uh, so then she stopped and he introduced himself. All He's right. Riley. Riley. Uh, didn't mention this earlier, but Victoria's bodyguard is Riley. Oh. Yeah. Uh, which he doesn't neglect to mention. And since she likes Aiden, uh, he's off the killness kill list now. So. She mentioned Aiden had told her, uh, and he got a little protective, but she also said she wouldn't tell anyone. Uh, Aiden and her didn't need targets on their backs. <laughs> and he promised it wouldn't happen, and then told her, after she asked, of course, how a whole clan of werewolves were protecting the vampire. Loyalty of millennia, really. Uh, it, sure. It, so the I'm first, just gonna say sure. <laughs> the first vampires in this, or the first werewolves in this story were fed from the blood of Vlad. And from there, they were just kind of created on. Mm-hmm. Um, so ever since their creation and their loyalty to him, uh, they protected his family ever since. So he ended up being Victoria's bodyguard ever since. Yes, All right. Babe. Sure. <laughs> hey, it's it makes sense in the book. And that's it. <laughs> uh, then he changed the subject and basically demanded she tell him what she was doing earlier. So she told him a little of Aiden's issue. She knew where to start, but didn't know how to find out who his parents were. Mm-hmm. And Riley suggested to just ask, but <laughs> she couldn't just call. Not at the ranch. So uh, she asked if he could. He's like, hell no. But <laughs> then he was guilted into it anyways. You want to know how? I would love to. She pouted. Aw. <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. Use those weapons. Yeah. Um, the eyes. The damn eyes. <laughs> uh, so after a nice long game of telephone via wolf uh, and a couple of threats thrown from each boy to each other. Nice. Marianne Good managed times. to get Aiden's driver's license and order both his and her birth certificate, which will give them quite a bit of information on where to start. All right. Uh, the next morning, Aiden arrived at school to find Victoria waiting out in front in broad daylight. Riley was also with her, so interestingly enough, this was the first time Aiden had put two and two together. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> he's, it's like he's always the last one to find out, and it's just the funniest fucking thing to me. Oh, this poor kid. I know. <laughs> so it turns out the two were there because not only did Aiden summon the vampire horde, but so many more creatures. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Okay. So Victoria and Riley were assigned to protect them, so now there's their students here. Okay. Uh, to make sure that nothing happens to them before Vlad gets to meet Aiden. Which he wants. Oh. Uh, and he wants to meet him during Samhain. 
or Halloween. Oh, okay. It's spelled Sam Hain, but don't ever fucking call it that. It's Samhain. Anyway. <laughs> when Sam Vlad, Hain. It, yeah, so on Halloween, when Vlad was officially going to rise again. Since he oh. was in hibernation until Aiden woke him up. So he agreed to the meeting, and they all went inside to have a wonderful moment with Tucker. Of course. When he didn't succeed in messing with Aiden, Victoria and Riley both confirmed that Tucker is half demon. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, or at least sure. some part demon. It, right. So he was trying to summon spiders on Aiden and didn't succeed. Mm. Riley saw it in his aura, and Marianne was like, I dated a demon. <laughs> And then she thought about Penny's baby and got, like, really worried for a moment. Okay. <laughs> she was like, I fucking dated a demon. Like, what? So she was just geeking. Yeah, not even geeking, just, like, internal panic. Yeah, like, geeking not in the good way. Yes. Uh, so they couldn't talk about it, though. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they managed to make it through the day and came up with a plan to study at Marianne's house, which worked smoothly. Uh, they all gathered there after school, and Eve remembered knowing this place and Marianne's father. So, in an attempt to show him what she meant, she shoved him back in time. Why not? You know, just... She literally went, Oh, I know where we know him from. Let me show you. And he's like, No, no! Poof! Done. <laughs> and all of them watched him just disappear. Nice. Yeah. Great. Back to when he was 11. And sitting on Dr. Gray's couch in a session. Mm. Her father was once one of his counselors. And he was friendly enough, just wanted the truth. But everyone all at once was debating if he should ask about Marianne. And Elijah then had a vision that if he asked, one of two things could happen. One, Mm. he'll flip out and Aiden will never meet Marianne. Or two, he'll still flip out and leave. But he'll take an interest and one of the spirits will be freed. All right. Are you okay? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> this is an interesting... It's it's a concept. I'm... Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to follow, and it's just weird. Okay, so where are you lost? No, I, I'm following. It's okay. just, like I said, weird. It's like everything happens all at once. Yes. Yeah, no, I get that. Um. So, in this session, he decided to take his chances. Okay. And boy, did he. He got through the session and earned that flip out, nice. <laughs> including telling him things would happen in the future. That would happen in the future, sorry. But Dr. Gray just grew angry and told him that he read through his files and was comparing himself to her. Her? Who? Her? her? He doesn't her? know. Because before he could get an answer, he was shot back into the present in Marianne's room. Good, good, good. Yes, that's what we needed. Yeah. So now we know that he's comparing himself to someone in Dr. Gray's life that Aiden doesn't know. Okay. So after he explained what had just happened, uh, he asked Marianne to find his file without asking her father. Mm. He also mentioned that he compared him to someone else and Aiden needed to know. Then on very shaky limbs, he left with Victoria. On the walk home, because it was nighttime at this point, uh, for some reason she told him of the vampire's true weakness, uh, demonstrated one of those, and then they kissed and she drank from him and then he passed out. That's literally how that rest of the chapter went. It was not very eventful. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Meanwhile, 
uh, Marianne was at home with her dad trying to figure out how she was going to get his files. Uh, instead, she decided to be direct and bring up Aiden, which made her father pale. Oh. He tried to get out of it, but she kept on, and then he snapped at her, telling her the subject was off the table. She pushed that even Aiden had told him they would be friends, but he demanded she go to her room, and that was that. Okay. He, it was actually a lot longer of a discussion. Obviously, I'm shortening it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he told her that he was dangerous, that Aiden was dangerous, that he's crazy and she shouldn't be hanging out with him. And she's like, "But he told you the truth, and I know he did because he told me." So, of course, um, he's trying to deny a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's going on. And it's not going to work out in his favor. Anyway, so back at Aiden's home, Victoria had woken him up. Apparently, she drank way too much from him. <laughs> and she was very apologetic. Aiden didn't care. What he did care about was that the voices were silent. Apparently, in his time jump, they changed the future so that he was on medication that silenced the spirits. Um, everything else was normal, according to Victoria, until a rando dude shows up at our window and Victoria suddenly acts coldly towards Aiden, mm. telling him he should have never come for her and then she vanished. Okay. Yeah, this dude just kind of like appears and she just changes she, her demeanor. She just nopes out of there? Yeah. Okay. And he's just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I mean, that's a that's whoop. a fair question. He, he's like... <laughs> Who he and why this? I'm Who he, why this? Yes. <laughs> you know it's the best explanation I have for you. Who he, why this? That's yes. the name of the fucking episode right, right there. Yep. <laughs> so back at Marianne's again, it was about 1 a.m. when Riley came back. Okay. Um, he had changed and she explained that her dad knew Aiden. Had okay. denied it, but she knew. His reaction wasn't normal. Hmm. Uh, they sat for a moment, and she thought about what she should do. And, of course, Riley read her aura, because apparently he can do that, um, more than once to confirm that she likes him. <gasps> and apparently it's mutual. And then they figure they should go get the files. Uh, after she kissed him real quick, Ooh. he told her to linger next time. And then they left her the father's office. Okay. <laughs> I was like, aw. no (laughs) uh so they found the files and inside he reveals that he had been drawn to aiden uh many have been also that he was once married before and she had the same things that were happening to aiden Mm -hmm. he'd even seen her disappear with his own two eyes but he never believed her despite her crying that it was always the truth the only time she had felt utter normalcy was when she was pregnant with Mary Ann. Okay. Even after Aiden's little time travel back moment, he didn't want to believe him. He saw his wife in his eyes, but he was obsessed. Oh, right. He wanted to know more, and he wanted to but... call. But to call was to not be objective, mm-hmm. so he left his job. It was oh. like his wife had died all over again, and he couldn't handle it when oh. he met Aiden. All right. And Marianne was in shock. She realized that in her lifetime, it was possible that the woman who raised her was not her birth mother. Ooh. But they looked alike and had the same blood type. If that was true, why didn't he tell her? Oh, shit. 
<laughs> and by the time Riley brought the file back to his office, it was already morning. Okay. Her dad had begun making breakfast, and she got ready, but the only thing he said to her was to stay away from Aiden, because he's dangerous. <laughs> stay away from him. Yeah. Stay away from the boy. He even dared to say... He'll get him thrown from the school, but she yelled at him about how cruel that would be. That would be pretty cool. Fucking right? Yeah. I, I gotta agree there. That would be pretty fucked For up. For something that's freaking you out a little bit. Yeah. Be pretty fucked up. Yeah. So, he wanted her to promise to stay away, but before she could say any more, Riley knocked to pick her up, and they quickly left the house together. Nice. They weren't going to school, however. Uh, they were going to teach Marianne to defend herself. Sure. Uh, however, during the day, that left Aiden alone at school. <laughs> oh, poor guy. He had dealt with his John O'Connor issue, who just wanted him to tell the girl that he loved in life that he really did love her. Apparently he had a situation where he dated her on a dare, but actually ended up falling for her. Oh. And was going to propose to her before he overdosed. So he just wanted to um, get that message out. Okay. So Aiden did. He helped. Um, hey, right on, Aiden. Nice guy. Nice, uh, nice guy. Good guy. But of course, he also got into a fight with Tucker. And Victoria had to change the outcome of everyone's memory because uh, it did not go well. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he met her outside of the school. Sure. <laughs> I'm just speeding along some things. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So he drove her... Uh, with her directions to meet Marianne and Riley on the way, he figured out that he loved this girl. Gross but cute, I guess. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I, I'd do anything for her. I love her. What? <laughs> like, no, wait a second. <laughs> gotta love those internal monologues. Yeah. When they arrived, the two immediately pointed out two people in particular. A witch who looked normal despite her eyes constantly shifting and a fairy in disguise. She's the witch. Yep, she's a witch. Apparently, vampires and fairies are mortal enemies. Food conflict. Uh, vamps love oh. eating humans. Fairies like protecting them. Uh, so when the fairy decided to approach where Aiden was sitting, Riley and Victoria took off. They knew Marianne could keep them safe and prevent them from seeing Aiden. Oh, and before I forget, the witches want to drain Aiden of his life force. Oh, sure. Why, why not? Why the fuck not, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. So it took a moment for the energy around to die down, but then Marianne... And Aiden headed back to her house for a bit, waiting on the birth certificates that were supposed to arrive that day. Mm -hmm. Aiden left, and they didn't arrive until 7 p.m., which was the last delivery. Okay. So, Mary Ann was excited to see them and open them, and it turned out not only were they born in the same hospital on the same day. It was the same mother. No. Oh. Turns out Mary Ann was right. Her mother wasn't her birth mother. Oh, shit. Her aunt, who had supposedly died before her birth was, her aunt Anne. Naturally, she did the next obvious thing. She cornered her dad. Nice. Good choice. <laughs> he tried to convince her that it wasn't the truth, but she wasn't having it. She wanted to know it, know it all, or else. Mm -hmm. So he told her. He fell in love with her mother at first sight. And she did the same. Aww. Weirdly enough, it was after he started dating her sister, Carolyn. Mm. Mm. The one who raised Marianne in the end. Mm -hmm. They got together and dating in se started dating in secret. Um, when she got pregnant, they did a shotgun wedding because they were only teenagers. 
she was 17, he was 18. All right. He did think it was weird that she disappeared sometimes, and he didn't believe her when she told him where she went. Marion, of course, mentioned that Aiden, Aiden, Aiden mentioned Aiden during this, and when he told her he was dangerous, she reminded him that he was a whole lot more honest right now than he was her whole life. <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, so he continued on about how her mother was always around during the whole pregnancy, never disappeared. Mm-hmm. She died post giving birth to Mary Ann, which the doctors couldn't explain because she was healthy otherwise. Mm-hmm. So instead, he ended up marrying Carolyn because at 18, widowed and with a newborn, he didn't know what else to do. Uh, also, her grandparents were terrible. They were not supportive whatsoever. Ah. Except he didn't stop loving her mother. So Carolyn begged him to never tell her about how Anne was her real mother. And he kept his promise until now. Oh. And she genuinely was so shocked that she decided to leave the house. She was like, I need a break. (laughs) (laughs) And he insisted that she take the car and a notebook of Anne's. And she packed quietly and left. All right. She drove around for a while, processing crying and well all the things anyone would do in this situation yeah, log- yeah logically anything logical at this point yeah it wasn't long until she spotted riley that she stopped abruptly he changed back into human form and asked what was happening and she re- relayed everything that she had learned and thought she could go pick up aiden to find out what happened in the hospital mm-hmm. riley agreed and after a little comfort makeout session uh yep they were on their way to pick up Victoria and Aiden from the ranch. Come on, she's vulnerable and he's there. Yeah, but like a comfort makeout session? Yeah, they didn't get too far. Okay. Again, she's vulnerable and he's there. Ooh, that makes it worse, in I my know. opinion. I know. I know, she says. I know. <laughs> Aiden, in the meantime, had seen some of the changes of his little time jump. Ozzy, you may remember the douche, uh, had tried to plant drugs on Aiden and Dan saw him. So he got kicked out. Also, Shannon's uh, his new roommate and Aiden was dealing with crazy after effects of drinking Victoria's blood. Skip that part earlier. Um, All right. I feel like that's important. She, he, he got some of her blood after he was injured from another fight. Okay. Um, so she gave him a little just to make sure that he was okay mm-hmm. and now he's seeing her current whereabouts as she's saying it in that moment oh yeah that's fun that includes feeding from some guy and a discussion with dimitri a guy who is super protective of victoria the same guy who appeared at his window mm. then she goes to aiden and they get ready to leave with riley and i'm pretty sure that was pretty trippy seeing himself in her eyes uh, <laughs> until she it faded. Yeah, that was just those... been like, uh... ah! <laughs> literally, literally, like your mind just doesn't know what to do with that information. Go back, go back, please, please, please. <laughs> Look anywhere but at me, anywhere. <laughs> just fucking turn your head to the side. Just to the... Nope, don't look at me. Still... Don't look at me. Why are you still fucking looking at me? <laughs> anyway. It's fucking funny. Are you talking to yourself? Look away! <laughs> Please! I'm talking to you! <laughs> uh, especially in this situation. That's great. <laughs> uh, it was it was really quick, and then uh, they got together, and they left with Riley and Marianne. Mm-hmm. And then they were on the road 
And Aiden didn't know what the fuck was going on. He didn't even know where they were going. Just that he packed. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it was it was a really weird situation. They were just like, we gotta go. And he was like, okay. Okay. I'm out. Uh, it wasn't until Marianne had come to the conclusion by reading her mother's journal that Aiden's mother, uh, Paula and Anne, were neighbors. Both pregnant at the same time. Okay. And that's when Elijah popped up with the conclusion that Eve is Marianne's mother. All right. But I figured that out a while ago. Okay. Uh, so Eve completely disagreed. She would have recognized her own daughter, but he was like, what if you did? Soul deep. That's why they were drawn to each other with so much love. Mm-hmm. And Marianne was like, what? <laughs> so he told Riley to pull over because he knew it was time for Marianne to meet her mother. So they found a motel room and the four of them piled inside. Marianne and Eve both continued to deny that Eve was her mother, and she didn't even have the same name. But Aiden had helped her pick a name, so they didn't have any memories of their past. So he allowed Eve to take control of his body. Mm -hmm. And after she had finally gotten full control, she had read a passage and found a memory to jump back to, one of her own. When she returned three minutes later, she immediately hugged Marianne. Okay. She remembered everything how it was to carry her how she loved her so much how she decorated the house the way she did which was absolutely crazy color <laughs> because she saved up for all of it mm. and she loved every piece and mary marianne knew it was her mother because this is Anne. she knew that furniture okay and she was so happy for the next few hours they caught up they laughed talked cried held each other, and then Eve felt herself start to fade. Oh. She knew her last wish of knowing her daughter and having one day with her was fulfilled. Oh. Aiden tried to hold on to her, but she wished her daughter well, told her that she loved her and Aiden, how good Aiden was to her and how he's such a treasure. Yep. And then she faded. Oh. He called out for her, cried for her, but she was gone. Eve had left his body for good. Oh. I know. Yeah. Every time I... Okay, so this is the second time I've read this, and I, I also teared up at that moment again, and I was just like, no. Fair enough. No. But also, I get it. <laughs> like. Yeah. So a week had gone by since Eve had left him in, uh, in Aiden and Marianne's sorrow. They had still gone to the houses they lived in and to St. Mary's, where they were both born, which is ironic for me. Um, with some help from Victoria and Riley, they got a list of the people who had died in the hospital that night. 53 people had died due to a bus accident that night. So it could be any one of them. Okay. Yep. <laughs> he couldn't bear to look through it. Um, he missed Eve and so did the other spirits. However, he didn't want to let the others go yet. They deserved freedom, but he didn't want the silence. Not yet. Okay. Unfortunately, Marianne wasn't doing any better. However, on their walk home, now a day before Halloween, things got interesting. Tucker had disappeared out of thin air from the hospital. So did Ozzy. From Juvie. They didn't know what happened to them. They just disappeared. Okay. Aiden figured he could talk to his new therapist about that, but this one creeped him out. They were very monotonous and cold, and he didn't understand it. 
So Victoria appeared and sent Shannon home, then announced that she and Dimitri had found the baseball coach and his wife completely chewed up. Um, turns out goblins were everywhere and getting more rowdy. They like to eat people. Entirely. And Riley knew that they could kill him, kill them during the day, so they would help get help from his brothers. Um, okay. Victoria also announced that Dimitri just happens to be her fiance. Oh. Which pissed off Aiden. He was like, I wouldn't have fallen for you if I knew that, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. So they continued to speak in the middle of the forest because that's how they always preferred to communicate, which is still out in the open because the witches <laughs> decided to sneak up on them. In a circle, they had to break it before it came solid, but they didn't. Uh, they were happy to see Aiden and Caleb announced that he knew one of the witches. Okay. He couldn't see her, but he could feel her. That's how he said it. The horny one, remember? Uh, she wouldn't raise her hood, but kept asking who summoned them. Okay. Aiden admitted it was him, despite everyone being like, no, shut up. But he's like, I need to see you. She asked how he masked his energy and didn't want to give it away, so she called for a meeting. In one week, they will meet when the elders arrive. If you fail to come, everyone in the circle will die. Mm-hmm. And then they cursed them. Oh. Yeah. With a death curse. A true one. Marianne, Riley, Victoria, Aiden, all of them. It's great. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, good news is Elijah told him that he has a chance... And breaking Victoria's breaking Victoria's engagement by making him seem more important than Dimitri. So there's that. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's some good news. Um, the night comes and we're with Marianne. Since we're near the end, here's what's going on. Okay. Uh, the Halloween ball and Vlad's awakening is coming quickly. It's only a few hours away. Riley invited her and... All this shit is just going on in the background involving goblins and wolves and stuff. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) So Victoria got them costumes for the ball, and good news is that Marianne forgave her father. Oh. The night of the ball comes, and turns out there's a fairy as the new tutor for Aiden's home. Mm -hmm. Woo. Anyways, (laughs) Victoria gives him some rules to follow involving her father, and yeah, they go to the ball. (laughs) Turns out when they get there that Ozzy and Tucker were the hors d'oeuvres. Gross. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri was being a dick about it, too, because guess what? Ozzy died from being fed on and then came back to life because of Julian's little necromancy power. Also, he was going to blame Aiden on the murder. Okay. Yeah, so he planned on kidnapping the two boys, having them be fed on to death, and then literally blackmailing Aiden mm-hmm. because he wants him out of the way. Sure. Fucking what the fuck, Dimitri, right? But, <laughs> I mean, like, if you're a power-hungry va- if you're a power-hungry vampire and this guy's, like, creeping on your woman, meh. <laughs> I can see it. Meh. Yeah. Uh, so, Ozzy is awakened up. Aiden had to quickly put him down and Victoria kept saying how her father wouldn't be happy about this. Mm-hmm. Then... As Dimitri attempted to restrain Victoria, he held his dagger at his throat. Aiden did. Just close enough to actually hit his eyes. Vulnerable vulnerable spots. And Elijah announced that this was the death vision. Oh, even better. Dimitri announced that he also killed Vlad while he was weakened. 
a lot of stuff happened in the last few chapters. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh, even provided the body to show that it was true. Uh, then they fought, and it only lasted a moment before uh, Aiden managed to stab him in the eye. Sorry. They tangled and flailed and all that fighting goodness, and then uh, it was over. I know. <laughs> He's cringing so hard. <laughs> he just, like, buried himself. <laughs> I had to. He was like, no. Anyway. Uh, where was I? They tangled and flailed and all that fighting goodness, and then it was over. Aiden had opened his skin and stabbed his heart. Dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, because of this, he was able to have the guards release his friends. She had him drink her blood to heal, but that's not all. Now that Dimitri is dead and was the king of vampires because he had killed Vlad, now Aiden is... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Everyone has to obey him now. <laughs> but wait, there's one last thing. No. Dimitri did Aiden fucking dies. No. <laughs> no. Dimitri did manage to harm Aiden. Oh. Yeah. Uh, three huge gashes on his side, just like in the vision. Okay. But he had time. Victoria was going to heal him. Oh, uh, of course. He wasn't going to die. Not yet. And as everyone was freed and things had changed from what he expected to happen, he realized that now his future was something he could have, couldn't have been happier with. Despite what the fuck just happened. Yeah. He knew he wasn't alone for what happens next, next, and he couldn't ask for more than that. And that's the end of this book. All right. What a fucking ride, right? Yeah. The, okay. It's like a tick, 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 <laughs> like <laughs> that's what this book is. Yes. It's like literally, it's so much. It's it's so much. I I didn't realize how much it was until I I was like, yeah, let's just put the important parts in here. I'm like, there's a lot of important parts yeah. in here. Oh my god. Um, so, on that, uh, I will probably give this one an eight and a half. Okay. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely different. It's its its own concept yeah. of supernatural weirdness that I definitely wasn't expecting. Um, but it's also kind of cluttered. Yeah, it, it seemed, especially near the end, it was just like, everything at once. Here. Yeah. You want a little bit of everything? Here you go. Yes. And it's because there are two more books. Okay. So I, I know that she wanted to get her ideas out. I can tell, and you can tell in the writing that she's trying to be thorough. Mm -hmm. But in doing so, it also felt like a lot more than it should have been. Okay. Um, So again, this is a three-part uh, series. series. A trilogy. It's a trilogy. Even. But... I'm not going to read the other two. Okay. Um, just to be fair, it's it's not because I don't like them, but recently it's just, it's too cluttered. Yeah. It's so That's much fair. that my mind, like, I, I was trying to read the second book earlier today and I just, I couldn't. Fair enough. And I was like, something about it. It's like, I, I, I want to know the story. And I got to the third book, I believe, mm -hmm. the last time. I read this series and that was at my own pace yeah but even then it was just it's a lot it, fair enough and I, just because I'm not going to read the other two I, I'm going to tell you now that yes Aiden does become the vampire king yes there's a lot of turmoil and trauma um, Vlad actually isn't dead and he uh, involves Tucker into his scheming to get back to power 
And then Aiden eventually dies and turns into a vampire. So his death is not just a true death. Okay. But also in doing so, major spoilers, obviously, um, Victoria ends up switching spirits with him. Ooh. So she has the spirits and he's got whatever demons lurking inside of her. Okay. And it, uh, that's where I stopped the last Fair time. So if you guys want to read it, that's what you have to look forward to. There's just so much to it, and I really wanted to see the resolve to it, but I just couldn't. <laughs> I started reading the third book, and I was just like, I have to stop. There's, Fair enough. It's so too much to keep up with. Too much. Too much. Um, with that, I will say that next week I am going to return to another Gina Show Walter book. Next time, not next week. Next time. Yeah. Next episode. Next episode. Sorry, I'm so used to saying next week. Yeah. But the next episode, I am returning to another Gina Showalter, but I am doing the second book in the Lords of the Underworld series. Okay. So something a little bit more serious and a lot more straightforward Okay. than this. Cool. Um. Look forward to it. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Break time. And we're back. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... Should I just jump into it? Let's take it and talk about it. All right. So, <laughs> game news. Okay. Huge. This is going to be my biggest game news. That's right. E3 just happened. Yes. Yeah, so I've got a lot. It's not in any particular order. It's in the order that I really, like, it's in the order I wrote it. Because, okay. the, like, there were things that I was just like, oh, that's nice. And then, like, something else would come out, and I was definitely talk about that. And I'm like, I should probably talk about the other thing. So, so far, this these are games, or things that I thought were interesting to talk about that I should talk about. A lot of these I'm hyped for. Some of these I do talk about disappointments that I had. Okay. So, it's a little bit of everything. This is my longest game news. It's, I'm thing. actually really excited about this because I was napping during the majority of it. Yes. I did happen to wake up at one point, but... I did hear about a few of these things. Well, once one uh, while you were finishing up your story mm -hmm. i did go and look because today was the last day oh yeah i forgot about that so i wanted it's to like see what was announced event, isn't it it's like fucking five days really there's like pre-showcases and shit like that so it's just like all i know is that about the same time every year i open something and i get to learn e3. all the things yeah. that are coming out yeah and then i get really hyped about some of the personal things that i'm excited yes. about as well so uh, and some of these things I did hear about before even yeah. the E3. So, uh, this first one I did hear about from Harley, and I think the stats on this are correct. Okay. I could be wrong, but, uh, a new Battlefield game is coming out. Battlefield 2042. Okay. It's, uh, looking like it's slightly futuristic as compared to the newer Battlefield games. Okay, I think I remember seeing yes. it a little bit. They seem to be throwing in uh, natural disasters, like there's a huge tornado that actually sucks people up into it, and you what? can, like, fucking fly around in there. Yeah. Um, problem I do have. Okay. Multiplayer only. Oh. And with that, they're charging $60 for it on PC and 70 for console, apparently. That's not... Multiplayer only. That's disappointing. That is disappointing. I will say... For last-gen consoles, mm -hmm. now these these two stats that I'm bringing you might not be correct, but I think it is. Uh, 
64 players on Xbox One and PS4. Okay. Which is a lot, mm -hmm. but that's kind of Battlefield's thing. It's always been a lot of players. Supposedly, it's supposed to be 124 on next-gen consoles. What? In a game. And you can't even get your hands on the fucking things yet. Yeah. What the fuck? This isn't coming out until later this year, so you still have time. You have plenty of time, but still. Honestly, I'm not sure if I'm going to get that one. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Just it might be on EA Play, so I might be able to download it because I have Xbox Game Pass, so I can just, whoop, you know, <laughs> slide yeah. that in there. Yeah, we invest in all the good stuff for you guys. Yes, <laughs> except for PS Now, Yeah, that's <laughs> which not... is the Game Pass, but... I mean, maybe eventually, but... Maybe eventually, yeah. So, uh, next up is Elden Ring. Okay. It's essentially the next Dark Souls, <gasps> not made by the company. What? It looks fucking good. Like, it's got the dodge system and all of that, like, that you see in Dark Souls, and, like, the fighting and the blocking and all yeah. that shit. But it's different than Dark Souls, but it's got some of that creepy elements to it, and I am fucking hyped about this. So, is it... Uh... Is it the same hype level as Demon's Souls to you? Yes. Oh, okay. That says a Even lot. Even more so, actually. That says a lot more, too. Yeah. It it looks like it's going to be a good game. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah. Next up, uh, a game that's been at least in pre-release for the computer for a while. Mm -hmm. It's called Party Animals. We saw Jacksepticeye <gasps> play this with right. Corpse and like PewDiePie and a few other people. We did because it was absolute chaos. Yeah, and I loved you're it. You're just these super furry animals and you run around and you just beat the shit out of each other. And I loved it. It's fucking funny and it's coming to consoles. <laughs> yes! So. That's so exciting. I'm excited about that. Uh, it looks funny as fuck. It really does. Yeah, and I hope I get to play it at some point. Me too. First disappointment. Oh no. Fallout 76 did announce uh that they are you know adding updates to it and which is great the disappointment i had is they were like scrolling they did like this whole uh cinematic thing where it scrolled out and then it said welcome to the pit okay which is a dlc from fallout 3 the pit you go to pittsburgh oh oh yeah. oh Sorry, that's really exciting. So I <laughs> thought it was good. Everybody thought it was going to be Fallout 3 Remastered. No. It's a fucking DLC for Fallout 76. Fallout 76 expands the pit. So it's fucking lame <sighs> to me. I will say this. Fallout 76, yes, it did flop. Uh, it's all right when it comes to survival games, but I just want to remaster Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Yeah. That's all I want. So. Yeah, I get that. So seeing that they threw in the pit, Harley, shout out to Harley, said the funniest thing. Yeah. When they went, the pit, he's just like, they heard Ty bitching apparently, so they just threw this for you. Because <laughs> that is my favorite DLC from the game. No, that's fair. So they're just like, fucking have this bitch. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Quit your bitching, here's your shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see. Moving on from that, Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. Got a little bit more of a look into it. The multiplayer is going to be free-to-play for uh, console and PC. Oh. For Xbox and PC, multiplayer is free-to-play. Campaign, you buy the game separately, mm -hmm. and you get, of course, both of those. But multiplayer, straight-up free-to-play. Okay. It, from what I saw, it looked like they were bringing back a few of the Spartan abilities, okay. like from um, Halo Reach, mm -hmm. which was one of the better games in the community's eyes. True. So, 
it looks good. Also, the map, that's been said, we got uh, the campaign map. They showed a little bit of it. It looks detailed as fuck. So, yes. I'm super excited about this. Next up, I'm not super into this one because I've never been super into the series, but I know a lot of fans of the series are going to be hyped about it. Uh, Diablo 2 is getting a remaster. Right. It's the same controls and everything, just updated visuals, mechanics, all that good stuff. I had an ex who was super into Diablo, and I never understood why. I played Diablo 3 a little bit. It was decent. It's a good dungeon diver game. Got it. But Diablo 2 apparently was the better, best one of the series, as people have been saying, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, great for that. Up next, I'm really fucking excited about this. You remember Slime Rancher, the game I talked to Caleb? Yeah. They're getting a second one. Ah! And guess what? Squishy ear. There's some slimes that have bunny ears and bunny tails. Oh my god. And then there's some with butterfly wings. Oh. And it's fucking cute. I'm going to show you what we saw from it because oh, it's too yeah, fucking I only, cute. Yeah, because I only got a glimpse. I only knew that it was coming. I just never got to see much yeah, of anything. Yeah, I saw it. You were sleeping and I went... Oh my god, they're so fucking cute. Like, I, I was trying to be so quiet. Yeah, because I, I woke up and I said, there's a two coming, and yep. that's it. Yep. <laughs> that's all I knew. Yes. So, uh, I'm really excited for Slime Rancher 2. Okay. Mostly I'm... because of the bunny slimes, because they look fucking cute. I'm really excited about that. I might get uh, Celeste-level squealing on okay. here. So, uh, fair warning, if you hear the sound barrier break... I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, roll for initiative, suckers. It's Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Ow! Not Borderlands, Wonderlands. It is a spinoff from Borderlands. It is set in Tiny Tina's Bunkers and Badasses. What? I looked at it. It is a D&D inspired Borderlands game. Yes! It doesn't, I'm not sure if it'll be as big as the previous Borderlands games. But excited. it's fully, like, at the end of the trailer, Tina comes out and writes, because it just says Wonderlands, she goes, whoa, 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 and, like, writes Tiny Tina's, mm -hmm. and then she spins around and goes, roll for initiative, suckers, and then throws it. <laughs> ah! So. I'm so excited! Yeah, so that's, that's something I'm excited for. Super hyped! Yeah, it brings two of my favorite things together. Oh my god, I'm smiling so much, my face hurts. Something I was so fucking excited for i've been waiting for them to announce this game for a few years now mm. forza horizon 5 they right. finally announced it and they announced the location it is in mexico Viva la Mexico! yeah and they fucking did like they went on site took pictures and then rendered it into the game like oh. perfectly Right, they have uh, Guanajuato mm -hmm. and uh, a couple other places, but I was uh, only mildly disappointed that they didn't get my two grandparents' locations. They said it's the biggest open world for... So it's possible that those are in there. Hell yeah, Coahuila and Durango. Hey! <laughs> so that's super awesome. If you guys forget, I'm half Mexican. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, for a while... Far Cry 6 has been announced with uh, the villain Giancarlo Esposito. Right. I believe it is taking place in a in a island that's inspired by Cuba. It might not be Cuba, but it's inspired by Cuba. Like Definitely it, looks It's a like a like fictional it. Cuba. Kind of like what they did with Montana and Hope County. Exactly. It's it's not exactly, but it is. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they did announce an amazing DLC that's going to come with the season pass. Really? Yeah. Uh, you get to play as uh the big villains from the past three games: <gasps> Voss, Pagan Min, and the Father. Oh, I lost all air. <gasps> yeah. When I saw what? that, I lost my shit. I'm sorry. Again, I'm squealing. <laughs> yeah. So, That's Far Cry so exciting. Far Cry is one of my favorite series. It's and, slowly becoming one of my favorites to watch. Yeah, cuz it's so good oh, every time. My gosh. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that laugh was. Now, we're going to get a little bit, a little sprinkling of Nintendo. Please and thank you. Yeah. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. Hell yeah! It is Mario Party with a bunch of the fan-favorite maps from the older games and mini-games. Just... Oh my god! Yeah. So, like, Mario Party 1, 2, 3, all the way up. In... I need it. Yeah. I need it. We're getting it. Those fucking mini-games were fire. Yeah, we're gonna get... Especially on the 64. Oh, god, yeah. Oh, those those mini-games were my favorite I believe today. that was 1 through 3 that was... Um, my favorites. I started Mario Party on Mario Party 4 on the GameCube. I started way back on the 64. 6 was the best Mario Party. I can't disagree. Because they had the day-night cycle and there was a map where at night they would change the prices of the stars. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it would just be five coins per star and you could buy up to five if you had enough. Okay. So you could just get a shit ton oh, of stars over so and over. Oh, so cool. So if they bring back that map and include that mechanic, I'm gonna be hyped. I'm just happy because I love Mario Party. Same. So we're getting that. Yes, we fucking are. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2. I know. Was like fully more announced I than they... Know! <laughs> I they showed more about that, and it looks good. I am so hyped. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, like, I... If you guys don't have a Switch or don't have access to it, just watch some gameplay. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. And I know we recorded it way back on episodes 2, 3, and 4. Yes. Um, Like, super early on. But that game still takes my breath away it is absolutely stunning yes so i can't wait to see what they bring yeah i'm so stoked. and uh cool thing with hyrule warriors that legend of zelda like the thing that or the the calamity one yes yep apparently you get to play as one of those guardian things that shoots the uh, uh, eye lasers oh that is so apparently cool. that's a thing that is so cool yeah uh also this is a thing that i was kind of meh about the main guy from Tekken is okay. going to be in Super Smash Bros. now. Okay. They just keep announcing characters for... The, so they're just kind of tossing in characters and yeah. updating it. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, is cool. Not bad. They're keeping it relevant. And new. Yeah. Yes. Now, this next news I just found out about. Payday 3 is coming. 3? Yes. I... About fucking time. <gasps> Guess what? It's not by Overkill Software. It's by a develop. I didn't read who it's by, but it's by a developer you've never heard of. Nobody has. It's a new developer is taking over the payday mantle. So I guarantee you, they were just like, "No, nah, I'm gonna do it." Overkill went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's bad. No, I know. So, although it's funny because they keep tweeting by payday too, like they just keep tweeting that. So I mean, if that's the only thing that's preventing whatever, yeah, you know. 
So, I can't wait for Payday 3. It's going to be the clown gang. I know you're psyched. Yeah. I know you're super psyched. Yes. Uh, next up, I'm not sure if you heard about this. Wow, these news. this news is going for a while. It's okay. Uh, it's been a while, so. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um... You know the Avatar movie that was like the blue people? Yes. They're making a game. Oh yeah, you showed me by that. By Ubisoft. So. We know what to expect. It might be good. Might be I'm not going to get my hopes up just yet, but it might might be good. It might be really stunning at the very oh, yeah. least. It, it might be a beautiful Ubisoft game. Ubisoft has never disappointed me. From what I've seen. It's disappointed me a few times, but, like, not in a way where it's like, I can't play this game. It's like uh, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Right. It was a good concept. They just kind of failed. It's still a good game. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it from time to time. But it just kind of... Pittered out. Yeah. Really quickly. So... Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Finally, I just found out uh, there's, like, either a Warhammer Games event Mm -hmm. or something but they renamed it to skulls yeah i feel like i heard about this briefly too it's called skulls okay it was previously previously named skulls for the skull throne corn yes blood for the blood god skulls for the skull throne fuck wheat corn 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 (laughs) (laughs) can you tell that he likes corn (laughs) i have the symbol of corn or the mark of corn on my jeep on my jeep um it looks <laughs> demonic but it's not it's actually quite appropriate <laughs> yeah it's it's a it, yeah it's my favorite faction in warhammer so the fact that they just have a whole event showcase thing for just it's still really cool the blood god makes me very happy I did have something else to add to gaming news. Okay. A little bit more on the Nintendo side, because that's where I tend to stray. Um, it has been rumored that Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, and Ocarina of Time... Ocarina of Time... ...are coming to the Switch now let me... as a remastered. Uh, like I said, it's been rumored. I can't confirm anything yet, but okay, yeah. Uh, from uh, Screen Rant, which is very good for gaming news, and Majora's Mask, the one I just saw. Yeah, maybe coming to Switch. May. Yes. Rumors suggest that they're coming. I can't imagine why not to celebrate its 35th anniversary. And that would make sense as to why they would bring them. And if they do the same thing that they did with Mario, where they put the you know, combination of them. Oh, that would be good. I'm fucking getting it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Nintendo hinted at it, so it's possible. I just... If you guys have the ability to play those games, do it. Mm-hmm. I, especially, again, from a Zelda lover. Um, <laughs> That's an understatement. I know. I wanted a Zelda tattoo. Um, Get one. I will. <laughs> anyway, I just... I love it so much, and the, I think I squealed the first time I read that. I was like, even if Although, it might happen, I would I, be so thrilled. I'm, I'm just gonna say this: that's a rumor that's been coming out since the Switch. Yes, has been a thing. But also now, it's think about it. It's kind of what everybody's been doing about GTA Six. 
it's coming out, but we can't keep going. That's a hint for it. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going at, to happen at this point. Eventually, I just want it to happen sooner. Yeah, Nintendo is going to do it because they're smart. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be one of the largest companies if they weren't smart. They're going to do it, but you can't keep going. Rumors say, because of, duh. (laughs) I can't confirm that it's going to happen very soon. Mm -hmm. I really just want it to hit that 35th anniversary, and I want them to drop it. Because if you think about it, the cartridges are not much different than the 2DS cartridges. Yeah. You'd only have to switch the data over to something like that. No. I can't say it like that. I know. But uh, the, you, for the Switch, they have to build it from the ground up. Still. They have to. I know, but they could. They could, yeah. They have the technology to make the game Breath of the Wild visuals with the story from Ocarina of Time. Oh, I think I'd pass out. Yeah. I think I'd vomit and or faint. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll find out together. Yes. So that uh, is a wrap on gaming news. If you want a full lineup, I will actually... Well, I'm not sure what I can send to you because there's not a definitive source of E3 news. Fair enough. Just look up E3 announcements. If you want a specific system, look up that announcement in there. Yep. And that will send you to the correct places. And you could probably also find all of the teasers on YouTube. Yes. Uh, as Hell, you can places. just YouTube uh, E3 2021 and it'll give you... And watch it over and over and yep. over again until your eyes bleed. Yes. Uh, there are, uh, Just a quick update. There is no news on The Elder Scrolls Six, But it, uh, like no. like GTA Six, it's coming. Yeah. But like... The only thing I saw was an update to Elder Scrolls Online. Yep. Which was Darkwood? Something like that, uh, yeah. All I know is that came and you're not an online player, so... Yeah. Oh, Elder... Uh, for... Elder Scrolls, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a rep on game news. Yep. Let's get into my game. Yes! We're going back in time. Well, not really. Well, yes. <laughs> it's weird to say that because there's a game in this series that where you do actually go back in time. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're taking a trip to the past with Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Yay! Yes, one of my childhood games yep that's the sound (laughs) it makes when you walk (laughs) every single time release date of this game september 23rd 2002 really Mm -hmm. oh my god we were seven yep (laughs) (laughs) the genre for this game is a stealth platformer Mm -hmm. uh developer sucker punch productions (laughs) yeah uh the publisher is sony computer entertainment Mm -hmm. so that's they PlayStation exclusives. Yes, exactly. Uh systems. PlayStation 2. They did make a technical remaster for 3 and 4 with the collection mm-hmm. of games. Uh and yeah, for PS3 and PS4 with PS4 having it on PlayStation Now. Okay. Which is the Game Pass, like their version of Game Pass. Yes. So, yeah, you will have to pay a fee to get to the game because you can't just buy it separately which i don't like about playstation because xbox is game pass Mm -hmm. you can buy the games if you don't have game pass but if you have game pass you can download them ps now is just like this game you have to get the game uh, the the thing 
Okay, so yeah. I see that. Yeah. I can see that uh, frustration. Yes. So, the synopsis from the um, Sly Cooper fandom site, uh, show notes, all that good stuff. Always. Yes. The, uh, the game uses cutscenes to present the background of Sly Cooper, a raccoon descendant from a long line of master thieves. However, that lineage becomes or became crippled when a game gang known as the Fiendish Five, led by Clockwork, a cyborg-like owl with a hatred for the Cooper line, killed Sly's father, Connor Cooper, hmm. while Sly was eight years old. Oh. Yep. The gang also got their hands on the Thievius Raccoonus, a book recording the journeys and skills of every Cooper ancestor. The book was split into five pieces among the Fiendish Five and dispersed within their lairs. Broken alone, Sly was then taken to the Happy Camper Orphanage, <laughs> where he became close friends with the intelligent Bentley and the happy-go-lucky Murray. The three eventually left the orphanage and formed the Cooper Gang, pulling off amazing heists and robberies. Their activities attracted the attention of Interpol Inspector Carmelita Fox. <laughs> who made it her mission to capture Sly, and he took a subtle romantic interest in her. It's not very subtle. No, he's <laughs> super into her. He straight up flirts with her every fucking yes. time. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. And I love it. He's so cocky. It's so good. But in, like, the best way. I know. Yeah. So, uh, as I mentioned above, there are five bosses with the Fiendish Five. Uh, all with their main hub worlds, uh which has enemies prowling the grounds. Mm -hmm. So, like, their own. Each hub is split into two parts, which are opened up via treasure keys gathered from each level within the um, the world. Okay. So, uh, each world has seven missions, besides the last one of the last uh, world, I guess. Okay. Uh, so, let me go over the name of each world titled episodes. They're called episodes. Yes. And the missions are called jobs. It's cool. So, so there's missions and jobs. Yeah. And uh, let's see, the location and the boss of that episode. So first we have the Tide of Terror, which is okay. yeah set on the Isle of Wrath. Is it a... No, I'm not going to ask. Go ahead. It's within the Welsh Isle. Oh, so, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So you're in Wales, I guess. That's Welsh, right? Wales. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, the boss here is Sir Raleigh the Frog. He's a frog in Wales? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, he is a... He was, like, nobility, but then he became bored, so he just became, like, a, a thief. <laughs> okay. That's his whole thing. He became a pirate. I mean, sure. So all of his little, like... Rich pirates are common. Yeah. All of his little henchmen are pirates. Oh. Yeah. Like, there's one that's uh, holding a flashlight. Like, you will see multiple of the same kind, you know? Mm hmm And they're all sea creatures of some sort. Yeah. And, like, one that's holding the flashlight is an octopus or, like, a squid. Okay. A cephalopod, if you will. Yeah. And he's just walking around, you know, <laughs> doing his <laughs> thing. So, yeah, he's... He's got his little pirate gang. Okay. And a lot of his missions deal with how the island is constantly raining because his blimp is a weather machine. Oh. That's causing it so people never sail to his island. I mean, that's kind of smart. So that becomes his lair. Mm-hmm. 
pretty smart. Yes, pretty smart. Yes. So episode two is Sunset Snake Eyes. Sunset Snake Eyes. Which is set in Mesa City, located in Utah. All right, they chose Utah. Yep. Go off. The boss is Mobster Mugshot. Okay. A uh, a bulldog that was bullied at as a child for being the runt of the litter. Oh. And then he started watching a lot of those mobster type movies, and he got inspired and became the the quote unquote big dog. So he took over <laughs> Mesa City, and it's a casino city. Oh, okay. I think I remember yes. a little bit of that. You saw the Dalmatian that throws cards. Yes, and I freaked out because I want a Dalmatian. Yes. So, they, um... I mean, I have one, but still. All of the missions here are very themed around casino stuff. It's very stereotypical... Hey, what are you doing? Bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, like every movie bad guy ever. Especially in mobster movies. Now you see me. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You're magician thieves. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Episode three is Vicious Voodoo, set in what is called the Remote Swamps in Haiti. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and it gives you the bayou field, which, or feel, which yeah. is weird because it's like, oh, we're down in the bayou, but we're in Haiti. But it's the bayou. It's, it's one of those, like... <sighs> they're just like, Louisiana, but a different country. <laughs> yeah that's exactly what they do yeah exactly because it's like it's not quite right but it's not entirely wrong mm -hmm. ah it's one of those things that you're like you're not wrong but you yeah eh, you can't be like a cajun queen and not be from the area that the cajuns started yeah and this is run by ms ruby mz dot space ruby mz dot space ruby yeah she is a crocodile she is the voodoo queen mm -hmm. um her boss fight is the worst because it's a rhythm game and the music isn't synced up to the button presses no it isn't um it's synced up to her movements yes so it it's it, like duh, 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 and you have to go duh, duh, duh. and if you even mess up a little it goes no it fucks you up so yeah it is uh the worst I uh, <laughs> even though I love Bayou Feels, and I told everyone this from the multiple episodes, I can't. I think it was like two episodes ago that I was like, I love this level because it has a Bayou feel to it. Yeah. This one has the worst boss fight. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Mission four is Fire in the Sky, set in the Kunlun Mountains. The what? Kunlun Mountains oh. in western China. Okay. All of these are fictional. Okay. Yeah. The boss here is the Panda King. He was a kid in oh, China. Oh, yeah. No, I... Oh. He was a kid in China who was super poor. And then, like, he would see that the fancy, like, the higher-up people would have fireworks on, like, Chinese New Year and all that. And he was like, I love that. And then he tried to sell, like, bootleg fireworks. And then that's how he started his empire, and now he makes, like, very dangerous fireworks. Oh, oh, that's what the whole thing was? Yes. That's why fireworks are just fucking laying around everywhere? And I, I, I feel like it's slightly racist. Speaking of the trope tree. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie, there are some things in this game that are 
slightly racist. The and hintity hint hint at racist. <laughs> and slightly, um, uh, like, uh, oh god, sexist. Yeah. Because when you beat a boss, Carmelita shows up and it will go like, hot babe, put this in cuffs. It, it yeah, hot cop babe uh, yeah it did that sort of thing and i'm like okay calm your shit so my face is so twisted right yeah. now guys so uh panda king i will say this is the easiest boss fight mm-hmm. it really is like I mean, the, the panda king's boss fight is the easiest and it kind of sucks because like the lead up to it is like oh he's the second to last boss he should be tough not really you just have to dodge his hits and then eventually he'll push you back and then you run up again while he's throwing shit at you and then just dodge his hits again while you're beating the shit out of him it's kind of disappointing yes uh let's see finally the last episode is called the cold heart of hate which is located in the crack karav volcano in russia uh that's where that was Mm mm-hmm random volcano in russia despite it being siberia yeah uh (laughs) this is run by the final member of the fiendish five clockwork the owl dude this episode is different from the others as there's no hub world here just a series of missions leading up to the boss fight so you start out by being on a vehicle with a turret and just shooting things as you're going through the level and then quick pew pews got it yeah then you drive the vehicle and then you have to save Carmelita, and then you have to be Carmelita to shoot enemies that are fucking up Sly because his cane gets taken. Okay, yeah. And then you have the boss fight. So it's just boop, boop. Oh, uh, before you free Carmelita because you get knocked out with gas, you have to do some quote-unquote hacking with Bentley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Which was dumb. It was not great. It was dumb. Yeah, so. I think you died like ten times. Not on that. I died like three times, but it still was a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> yep. So, uh, there is a level mm-hmm. that I couldn't beat as a kid. It's a. Uh, it's in Sir Raleigh's world, and it was so difficult me was difficult for me when I was younger that I didn't get past that mission until I was probably like sixteen. And I didn't even complete the mission. It was one of my friends. Oh. She oh. was just like, you've never gotten to World 2? And I was like, no. 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 It's, How yeah. could I? Yeah. Playing it now, not as hard as I thought. Still a surprisingly difficult. You it, just overthought it, maybe? No. Okay. It is called Treasure in the Depths, where you take control of a submarine, and you have to try and destroy treasure, treasure chests. I think it's like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. while also destroying the giant crabs that pop out of the like their holes and they grab the treasure chest and take it back oh they're like pipes that open up for yeah. them they're not hold their pipes and they try and take them back and if they get one just a single one into the pipe into just one of the pipes you lose that mission what yes so no you wonder. have to go around in a circle constantly trying to get to these treasure chests before the crabs do and while the crabs pick them up you shoot the crab and then you have to break the chest it's a whole thing it sounds like a whole thing it fucking sucks so yeah fucking thing yeah so um i do have a favorite level 
and a favorite boss. These are both separate, though. Oh, okay. So my favorite level comes pretty early in the game, being within the first episode. It is the job called The Fire Down Below, which has you going through the furnace that's running the island, and you overload it. Okay. It's not a super difficult mission. The layout is pretty easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, except if you compare it to the other missions in the first area, it is intricate. In comparison, yeah. it's easy to follow, but it's still got the most intricate design, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, it does. Okay. Yeah, thank, I, I, okay. That's why I said, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it is, oh, God, why did it make me go up? Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> Technical but, difficulties. Yeah, it is one of the most intricate ones in the first episode, but it's just one that left a solid memory in my mind for many years. Because it's, you go down and you're going through, you have to close the doors to the, fur, like, the little furnaces. Yeah. To make sure you don't get burned. And then, uh, you, there's a point where you jump off a ledge and there's these two furnaces open and you have to hop on them over these, like, lasers. Uh-huh. And it's just a really fun little doop, doop. Like, it's just a fun level. Lots it, of bouncing. Yeah, it doesn't, like, make it too difficult for you, but it's also, like, oh, boom, there's a lot of shit here. <laughs> you got enemies and fire. Good luck. <laughs> enemies and fire. Good luck. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Second half of the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Um, my favorite boss, however, is Mugshot. His Fight is the perfect combina- com- combination, combination of combinations. Yeah, of fun and challenging. Uh, because there's like three stages of it, mm-hmm. but after every stage, you like go up a different level. What you have to do is avoid him and getting into his line of sight because he will shoot at you. Okay. He's got Tommy guns. Okay. And you have to readjust mirrors so they aim at these crystals. And once all of the mirrors are facing their respective crystals, Mm -hmm. then he gets torched by the light that comes through it. Oh. But the thing is, if you hit one of those mirrors and you run away and he's in line of sight when you hit that, he can shoot and spin that mirror back around. Oh. So it's a little bit of back and forth. Yeah. Like the first section, that doesn't really happen because there's like four or five mirrors. But in the section after that, it'll happen. So, oh. and especially the last one, because you hide behind the mirror as he gets ready to shoot. So, huh. yeah. So it is, uh, my, it is my favorite mission or, uh, boss fight. And I just, he radiates stereotypical mobster energy. <laughs> he's just he's like beating it. Yeah. He's just like, what's going on? Like that sort of thing. Yeah. You come into my lay and steal my stuff and think you're going to get out of here. That's essentially Got it. his shit. So it's, oh, mwah. <laughs> so um, something that this game does a little differently than these types of games is uh, you don't have health. Oh. If you get hit once, you're done and you lose a life. That's kind of stupid. So be careful. They did find a way to kind of, they made it so you don't just run in gung-ho. Got it. Yeah. And you don't just run and gun kind of thing. Yeah, they did focus more on stealth. So you have to be take stealthy approaches to shit. 
you have to think. Exactly. It's a it's a challenging stealth game. Yeah. Instead of being the guy that's like up in the vents and then you hop out, kill a guy, go back in, you know, that sort of shit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um there are quite a few collectibles to find throughout the game. The first and most common are coins. Mm-hmm. You'll find these floating about uh, after breaking objects and defeating enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you get 100 of these, you get a lucky charm, which I will explain what that is soon. Okay. Get 100 more after getting that, you get another lucky charm. Any 100 after that, you get a life. Oh. As long as you, ha- as long as you don't get hit with those two charms. Okay. So... If you get hit while you have a charm, it'll, like... Well, I can just explain what a charm is later. Okay. So, I'll just leave that. So, uh, the next most common collectible are clue bottles. Mm. These are found in almost every episode, as long as you aren't in a vehicle. And the amount ranges from, like, 20 to 40 in the level. Once you collect all of them in the level, you get to open up the vault and get a page from the Thievius Raccoonus. Just still the best name for a book. Yes. And uh, these, uh, once you do that, you gain a new skill or expand on one you already have. Okay. So, like, one will be like, oh, you can roll now to go around faster. Oh. And an upgrade to that that you get from one of the pages is you uh, now have, a, like, an electric field. So, if you hit an enemy while you're rolling, they mm-hmm. get shot and they die. Oh. So, like, it updates things like that. Pretty oh. cool, if you ask me. I'd say so. Yeah. So, uh, next is the Lucky Charms. The Lucky Charms. Uh, they are shaped as horseshoes, and they do this little, like... Lucky Charms now. <laughs> they get, uh, they kind of jump around. Yeah. Yeah, so these allow you to get hit more than once. Oh. Yeah, so okay. if you have one charm, you can get hit one more time. If you get hit, it goes away. If you have two charms, two more times. Okay. So it kind of allows an extra barrier. It's a second wind kind of thing. Exactly, but you don't get knocked down. You just get knocked back, and then you can run up and smack the shit out of whatever hit you. So uh, I will say no more will spawn until you get hit. Okay. So until you lose, if you have both charms, none will spawn in any level. Okay, so you can't just collect them. Exactly. So if you lose one, then they'll start spawning again. And also the 100 coins will get you another one. Yeah. So, as I was going to say earlier before I interrupted myself and decided (laughs) to do differently, if you have both of the Lucky Charms... Yes. And, uh, let's see, when you have two, it's, uh, it glows gold. Mm -hmm. But if you just have one, it glows, like, silver. Okay. So, if you have the two and it's glowing gold, you get hit, it goes back to silver... If you get a hundred, a total of a hundred coins, yeah. after that, you get that gold one back. Oh. So it's a little replenish thing, and if you don't get hit for a while, you can just keep collecting lives. Okay. Yeah. So, it's a little, it allows for you to make mistakes. Which, which is, is good. It's nice. <laughs> and if you die enough times, you are granted a lucky charm, which is fucking awesome, but also kind of a pity, just like, here you go, you suck at the game. <laughs> It is. Uh, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the last collectible is lives. These are shaped like Sly's head. They're smiling. They're like a ball, but Sly's head, and they're spinning in a circle, and it's like, haha, You know, smiling. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. These, uh, I believe the pickup versions of the of them can only be picked up in the hub world. They're, like, surrounded around the, like, area. And in the first one, there's, like, two that are available. Okay. 
So they're just kind of there. I don't think there's any in any of the missions. So. All right. Or jobs, I should say. Uh, so there is a small detail that I hadn't noticed before playing through my first time. Um, every episode, the face of the coin changes to match the episode. What? Yeah. For example, Tide of Terror, the coins have Sorali's hat on them. Aw. They just have, like, yeah. Aw. It's so cute. That is very cute. Yeah, and it's it, nothing, like, game-changing or game-breaking. It's like, oh, I found it. It's just cute. It's yeah. a fun little thing. And that I super love. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd love it, too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the remaster, as I explained, uh, 2010 is yes. when that was released. It came with the... Uh, trilogy, the series that came out for, it's like a disc version on the PS3. I'm pretty sure you can find it a lot of places. Yeah, we um, found it pretty easily. This is how I recommend you play the games, because if you try and play them on your PS2, meh. it's possible that it'll freeze constantly, so... Yeah, meh. And I'm playing the PS3 versions. They're, yeah, versions of the game. Yes. So, that's where I got all this. Uh, what they did is they updated the graphics from 2002 to 2010. So they look a lot better. Mm-hmm. The mechanics are smoother and they made it so that it doesn't fucking freeze as often. Facts. So, yeah. So um, as far as beginning games for a series go, it's really unique and it does set up well for a sequel at the end, which mm. of course it does. There's three ga- four games. Four, right. I forgot. Yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty decent for the first game of a series. Yeah, it's a... It's one of those that it's just like, nice. <laughs> just nice. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I can I can get into this. It gives you a little flavor of what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, overall, a pretty decent game. Mm-hmm. It's a unique type of platformer slash adventure game with all the stealth and stuff where it's not like... This level is optional stealth. Most of it is going to be stealth, because if you get hit, you get fucked up. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are missions where stealth isn't an option. And also, the vehicle missions are fucking weird. <laughs> they just feel out of place in the game. I mean, I saw all of one, and it was weird. Where you had to race the van. Yeah. And there's two missions like that, where you have to race, and it's so fucking... It's, so random luck if like some of the cars get like messed up with each other yeah they'll just like spin each other out and then you can get ahead it's i don't feel like those were rightly placed in that game but shit happens i'm sure they were trying to cater to at least one person who was interested in that yeah it was just like yeah so uh this is what i want yeah so um Oh, God. A little fun thing. This uh, this game series is the reason I'm so into espionage, especially in film and literature. True. It just, this is the game that got me into it, because you're a fucking thief. You're yes. going through, sneaking through shit. It's a trash panda, but a little uh, stealth one. Yes, exactly. And um, I'm going to be giving this a solid seven. Yeah, so it's I'm not giving it anything too high because it is the starter game. There is the little bit of racism and sexism in it that I didn't enjoy, and also some uh, of some of those levels were weird, especially the last series of or the last mission 
yeah. in its entirety where it's like the separate parts didn't enjoy it that much yeah it was a, a shitty way to end the game in my opinion with I, the yeah. like the boss fight itself is okay but like the missions leading up to it are just tedious and it's like oh mm. use everything you've learned from the game before or from the rest of the game to do this it's like why would i do that when i could learn something new to fuck up him him yeah and um, clockwork yeah Cro- clockwork ah. so <laughs> yeah i have no idea what just came out of my mouth <laughs> so uh, yeah so yeah seven out of ten i'm just leaving it it's a good game but there are some issues i yeah i could see that mm-hmm. i mean i I was happy to help with part of Ms. Ruby. Yeah. Yes, which I appreciated because I I'm used rhythm to rhythm that. games where you press the buttons correlating, but the rhythm has to be with the fucking rhythm of the song, not and the I person. Could hear it, but you couldn't. It was a silent rhythm. It was, and that's what sucks. Yeah, because if you're not musically trained, you can't hear it like yeah. I can, and it's it's not a testament to anything in your life. But I I was in music like my entire school exactly career. yeah so. it's not like it, it's something you have to be taught um but yeah i mean i'd agree with you i i didn't i wasn't around for all of the game but anything that i did see it was just like well that's cheesy as fuck it was so cheesy and i'm like okay if this is meant for kids like 10 to 12 year olds really it is the equivalent of a young adult novel yes but in video game form. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's kind of where we're, like, standing at mm-hmm. this point. Actually, I might change... I'm going to change my score. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I don't remember what I gave it. I think I gave it 8. I thought you gave it an 8.5. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. It's just too cluttered. Um. Okay. Yeah. Next week... Or next... Pff, I did it too. Ha ha ha! Next episode, I... And I was... The, in my brain, I was like, next next episode... I am going to be continuing the Sly series, so look forward to that. I am so excited for next episode. Yeah. I'm also excited for next episode, and I'm excited to do another Gina Show Walter, but something that's not so cluttered and doesn't make me want to rip my hair out a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to continue this series and share with you my childhood, essentially. Yes. So, uh, you know where all our stuff is. Get those reviews in so we can offload our books on... I'm kidding. But (laughs) give you guys... Give something back to you guys. Absolutely. And it costs nothing but maybe a couple minutes of your time. Literally, yeah. like, a proof that you've done so. I'd appreciate it. And like we said, if you've already given us a review, just screenshot it and send it to us. Yeah, and let us know. uh, Because you get to choose whatever book and whatever swag comes with it. So... Yeah. It is what it is. Woo! Uh, so, I guess that's everything for today. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming back and being patient with us again. Uh, and we'll see you next time. See you uh, next time. Uh, keep on turning those pages. And mashing those buttons. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Bye! Bye! <laughs>